재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Do you like hip hop? Of course What do you like about it? Tell the story I love the art of hip hop Give me, give me, give me, give me some of that Hip hop, hip hop Baby, baby Give me some of that Hip hop, hip hop Baby, baby I knew that as soon as we played this, Peter would be bobbing his head. Mm-hmm. You miss those old school beats. That's why. <laughs> It's now time for Let's Hip Hop, and we have got our hip hop guru, author of the book Hip Hop Hada. Miss Kelly Song is here. Hello. Uh, she came in the studio, and I was like, Hey, Kelly, how have you been? How was Christmas? How was New Year's? She's like, Wow, it's been a long time. It's been so long. We missed you. Oh, and I missed you. Glad to have you back. Um, you. Life has been treating you well. It's cold. It's cold. But, but it's okay because you're on vacation. Yes. Yes. <laughs> have you been doing anything fun? Um, not, not yet, but I hope so in the coming weeks because I just got on break. I uh, just yeah. started. Okay. Yeah. But you have quite some time. Yes. Until yeah. March. First. Nice. Uh, well, we're excited to have you back in the studio. I kind of introduced you to Peter, mm. you know, as the music was going out, but you were saying that you were a one way rainy yes, days rainy fan. Day. I was surprised. Yes. I was like, whoa, <laughs> someone knows me. <laughs> a lot of people love you guys. I love that song. And, uh, and Kelly's one of those people who, who really knows music, especially. Especially when it comes to like hip hop and R&B. Yeah, so, so I heard. Yeah, yeah, she knows it all. And we will get into that in just a moment. First, we want to ask you the question of the day. Oh my God. Yeah. And the question is, if you could make a movie out of your life, what would it be about? And what would it be called? This is like the hardest question I've gotten. Uh, since you've been here? Since I've been here. We'd like to make you work for it. I know. Because <laughs> I was thinking, you know, my life is quite routine and... It's predictable, so I don't know if it would be an interesting movie. Well, it doesn't have to be interesting. (laughs) It doesn't have to be interesting at all. It just has to be your movie. Okay, so I was thinking of titles. A fun one would be Notorious PhD, but I don't know (laughs) if I want to be called Notorious. I love it. I love it. So I don't know if I want to be called Notorious. I love that. That, That's a... That's a great MC name too. That was the, the notorious <laughs> PhD. That was absolutely the best. Um, I have to ask Peter. So when we first met Kelly, we were like, you know, we knew that she was a huge hip hop fan. She uh-huh. knew everything about hip hop. Like, I mean, and then she walked in the studio. And we went, "That's her." <laughs> like, did you feel that way at all when she walked well, in? I got a small briefing before, before like, anyway. yeah, well, who's who, which guest is coming in today, and, and you're like, hey, she's very um, like PhD. So I was like, <laughs> oh, really? Oh, okay. PhD in hip hop? <laughs> yeah, I, but I love it. Notorious PhD, but right. it's not that one. Probably something like Sunny. No. Oh, that's typical. No, no, yeah, no, no. 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 Um, the Sunny Notorious <laughs> PhD. Coming from I my name, that. my Korean name. But I yeah. love that. Um, Thank you. I think that was the most creative any of us have been all day. So <laughs> well done, well done. You, you get the award today. Yeah. We are going to break down some artists today, and we're excited because uh, Peter actually knows Ooh. some of them. So yes. it's going to be yeah. fun. Yes. Take it away. Okay, so today we are breaking down Double K, mm. and his name comes from Killa K, uh, Killa Korean. So there's two K's in it. So and it's a name uh, he got as a beat boy when he was young, and we'll get oh. into that in a while. But he was born in '82, so he's not a yeah. newbie. When when I saw his age, yeah. I thought to myself, I thought he was a lot younger mm-hmm. because I think we're so used to having seen him debut right, at such, at a, such young a young age. age right. So I thought he was young, but 82 is only two years younger than me. Right. That's crazy. <laughs> Three years older than me. Yes, right. yes, not, <laughs> four not, years older than me. But. Are we going to do this all, all around? Yes. <laughs> 
But yeah, he was born in 82, and he said growing up he was a really playful child. And just one uh, childhood memory that was really special for him was in 89. So when he was a baby, his mom took him and his uh, sister, older sister, to the U.S. for a vacation. So they went for about one or two months, and he remembers just going, visiting all these different cities. So they went to Seattle LA, Chicago, New wow. York, Boston, so just everywhere. Wow. And as a as a child like it was such a culture shock for him. Right. And he remembers coming back after the two months he was there. Like, his tongue was all tied up. Uh, and, and, that. Yeah. And he says, you know, it's it still kind of influences how he raps today. Like, he, he can't speak Korean. He can't, can't speak, speak English, English now. Right. He's it's gotta- like in the... Well, Min and I used to always say that um, when we live in Korea long enough, we can't speak English very well. When we go to America long enough, we can't speak Korean very right. well. And in the end, we can't speak either. So we were going to make our own <laughs> little island somewhere in the middle. And anybody who has a hard time can join us there. We join used to us, say this right. all the time. True, true. So, yeah, he... so. You know, after he came back, he spends his childhood in Korea. But in 92, uh, he has to go to San Diego for his father's job. So he spends two years uh, living in San Diego. And this is a time when he was introduced to basketball. And Ooh. he just falls in love with basketball and especially Michael Jordan. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. Right. Yes. And, right. And if you remember, um, you know, these fast food chains, they have special... Things for kids, right? Mm-hmm. Where they give out toys when you buy. Right. Right, right. So if there's a kids Michael Jordan, yeah, a Jordan special, he would buy every. So he would buy until he got all the toys. All the toys. Lucky <laughs> kid. Right. He right. was a baller even as a kid. <laughs> My parents would never do that. For I, like you had it once this month, you're good. <laughs> yeah. It's like random what yeah. toy you get. Right. So yeah. So he would do that, and he would collect also like uh, basketball cards and trade them with friends and whatnot. Huge fan. Huge, huge fan. And, you know, everyone, after he debuts, everyone asks him, like, what is your first album that you ever bought? And it's not a hip-hop album, but it's a Shaquille O'Neal album. Oh, no. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I know Shaq did rap. Oh, no. You know. And you're more surprised because you actually know Double K. <laughs> yeah. And you know the type of I'd, person he is. Yeah, I did not know this. This is a wow factor. <laughs> Yeah, it's a Shaquille O'Neal. you think like, oh, like Tupac. Or well, no, like, it wasn't. Like, yeah. No, what I think is people actually bought Shaq CD. Yeah, that's that what too. I thought. That too. And for him, it was like a tape version and he listened to it until it broke. Wow. Like, that was how hardcore he was about the he Shaquille He must have really O'Neal. loved like rap, rap also, but also probably that was like his only rap tape that his parents bought, bought him right, yeah, right. Was like listening to it to it over and over again and I think you know that really influenced him and in 95 he comes back to Seoul and he starts listening to DJ DOC and this is sort of his in uh, with Korean um, hip hop or rap mm-hmm. uh, at that point and he he loved dancing um, even even as a child uh, in 1995 he would love dancing and at this time Korea uh, hit Dancing was a big boom also. Mm -hmm. So a lot of his friends, you know, even till now are dancers. Uh, Some of them are part of like Sai's team. Oh, wow. So, you know, they're still very active in the dance scene. And um, it's sort of this identity as a break dancer that, you know, ties him in to hip hop. And he spends a year in Korea and he goes back to the U.S. by himself this time. Mm-hmm. And he goes to a private school near Boston, um, about an hour drive up, up north from Boston. And he says here, 
you know, it was a very small private school, so only about 400 students in the whole entire school. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was sort of the, o- not the only Korean, but one of the very f e r y rare. Very rare Koreans. <laughs> And that's when he became known as the... Yeah, double K. Killer Korean. Killer Korean. Yes. Uh, we'll get into more of this after a song break. This is kind of fun. I was a little shocked. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's, it's from Rhymer's 1.5 album. It's our um, CEO, guys. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> called Brand New Life, it was, which was released in 2008. And the song is called Ride With Us featuring Double K. Check it out. Yeah, yeah, Double K yeah. in the building Right, Miss Building uh, uh, Y'all been waiting for Yeah, that's right uh, You about to drift your soul Rock your soul, baby Drive you crazy You know we crazy, man Man Oh, yeah um, I still I, uh, Yeah <laughs> Your CEO. Yeah, a lot of loss for words whenever I hear our CEO do something. Uh, but we were talking about Double K today. Yes. So we're, uh, we're going to try to wrap up the middle school days. It was a fun time for him, I think, because every year his uh, school held talent shows three times a year. Mm-hmm. And he said he was a very shy kid, but he participated in all three talent shows. Wow. Yeah. And that sort of got him into performing. To get started. And we're lucky yeah. that he did and we're glad that he did because yes. if he hadn't, we wouldn't have Double K today. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we are going to head over into the fourth and final segment and there's more uh, where this is coming from over there. What? And we will bring it to you. But first, we do have a song from Smokey J closing off the third. Yes. And the song is titled Players and it's featured Double K, Doki, Juvie Train and Whoa. Busy. Whoa. You're joining us in the fourth and final segment, and we do have Kelly Song here in the studio breaking down another hip-hop artist today. Also, my guest DJ for the week, Peter of One Way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kelly, yes. Double K is yes. all kinds of busy. He's making a name for himself. Yes, well, he's still in middle high school, and in 2000, he, get, he gets into college, and um, he goes to OSU, uh, Ohio State University, and he says it's, it's during his times at OSU that he really... saw sort of the real hip-hop so to speak and um, I mean Ohio is really different from New York or LA or some of the bigger cities but it's it's a big sort of campus town and uh, 10 minutes 15 minutes from campus is downtown um, and here he says you know there are studios where Bone Thugs and Harmony started out and really Mm. um, a lot of hip-hop studios were there as well and so what he did was you know uh, when he had time he would take the bus to downtown and he would go visit malls and just you know roam around and here he met someone named baby bird baby bird baby bird his real name was mike but um it was a guy it was a guy (laughs) but his rap name is baby bird and they become the best of friends and what baby bird does is he really introduces double k sort of to this um hip-hop lifestyle and you know uh the culture and what double k does is he introduces baby bird to sort of the college life and whatnot so Uh you know they're exchanging sort of their cultures and identities and whatnot and one of the very few 
he has many episodes with Baby Bird, uh, but one of the most memorable for him was um, an open mic uh-huh. uh, in what he calls sort of a basement club. It, he says it was a club, but it wasn't a club because it was just very empty space. But it's sort of an underground uh, basement club called Bernie's, and they had an open mic session every Sunday. And he would go with Baby Bird to participate. And, you know, it was a very competitive um, open mic stage because when the MC would, like, drop the mic... So, like, anybody had to just grab it? Yeah. Oh, and fun. literally wow. people would start fighting for it. Fun. And, and it took, sometimes it took 20 minutes just, just so for somebody, to get, somebody to get the mic. And you know, <laughs> Double K, he's not like a big, big guy. No. So yeah. he would be pushed back, back into sort of the edges. And what Baby Bird would do is he would grab the mic, and he would rap, and then he would, give, he would pass it on to Double K. Oh, wow. And that's why he took probably the big guy. With him, right? <laughs> so, um, what I love about this this um, mm-hmm. story, though, is also that you every time you come in, we kind of talk about these open mic right. stages and mm-hmm. clubs and places. And I, th- I feel like if these hip hop artists didn't have these venues where right. they could show their show talent, talent. Right. they wouldn't be where they are today. No, not I think at all. For rappers, it's all about like confidence as well. Mm-hmm. Because, Building that confidence you know, too. We see all these rap shows now, and uh, they uh, when they're like battling. Hmm. If you're not like confident with your craft, you are going to get eaten up. Right. right. Yeah. So, yeah, I think the more time you spend on open mic and just emceeing, but, but yeah, that it just helps. first time must be nerve wracking. Right. Right, and you, oh. and if you mess up even a little bit, you've got to be made fun of, and you become like the laughing stock. Right. right. I mean, the film. Uh, that Eminem did. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But nobody, not everybody's Eminem though. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> so he did this open mic night. Yes. And um, just so many, I think, stories with Baby Bird because they were sort of the best of friends. And um, what Baby Bird did was, I think, show Double Mike a lifestyle that he had never seen before mm-hmm. uh, or experienced in Korea. And he remembers um, one other episode so before Double K came back to Korea, there were about 20 days where he couldn't get in touch with Baby Bird. Oh. Yeah. And suddenly he gets a phone call from someone who says he's Baby Bird, Bird's girlfriend and that he is in the hospital. Whoa. So uh, Double K goes and sees him. And what had happened was that Baby Bird had tried to steal from a video uh, store. Oh, no. And he had gotten shot by the <gasps> owner. Oh no! So yeah, and he was in literally in the hospital, you know, on the bed, and he would be going to jail after he gets out, recovers, Mm -hmm. and recovers. And you know, I think that moment for Double K was really um, wake up call. A wake up call in that you know, first there's so many people who can rap, and there's so many people with talent, but you know, either choice, uh, something uh, you make, or either opportunity, you know, something. You either get a record deal or you don't or you, you know, you end up in jail or it's also it's, circumstances. Right. Um, it's your surroundings, how, right. you know, it's, it's literally like eight miles, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, either opportunity or choice, like personal choice, what you do, you know, it determines who you become. Right. And for him, you know, he really saw that and, you know, it could either be really heaven or hell for these rappers right. in the U.S. And I think it was a true wake up for call for him and he returns after um i think the next couple of days he comes back to korea and you know he starts his his 
uh, hip hop um, artist uh, as a as a hip hop artist in Korea. His journey. Journey. Right. Um, so he chose he chose music. Right. He chose you know performing, fame, the money. Right. He's like I'd rather be doing that than in jail or whatever else I could have been. Been right. right. And it's it's easy for artists who are growing up kind of in the not so good parts of town right, right, right. To, to end up there right so for him it was a choice that he had to make and right. and he's the double k that he is today right yeah well we're gonna take a song break i'm excited this one is actually featuring gecko oh yes oh this is off of the 2013 mini album called doom and it's double k featuring gecko of dynamic duo and the song is titled bent Oh, anything these two touch just turns to gold and soul. It does. Uh, we are talking about Double K, and we just finished off his college years. Yes. And, and now we've got to talk about his career, girl. Yes, yeah. So he comes back to Korea, and in 2001, um, he sort of makes his official debut um, on a featuring track that he does on a compilation album called Hip Hop Charisma. So, <laughs> Wait, but this is all after Black. Was it, is it Black? What was the, his team? Oh, oh, this is, I think... Way after that. Way after so, that, So yeah. he had officially debuted way before that. But I, yeah, but as <laughs> Double K. Okay, as fine. Double K. Uh-huh. And um, so it was a song that he featured with uh, Lee Sang. Oh. And Lee Sang goes on to sort of produce his first album, his mm-hmm. debut album, which comes out in 2004. And the album's title is Positive Mind. So it kind of shows you... Know, where he was yes. and right. who Double K is. And I'm going to backtrack on that. I was talking about Toki. But go yeah, on. I was like, <laughs> who, what? Okay. All black. You yes, mean, all yes, black. All black, yeah. Uh, but, but Double K finally releases his first album. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so, even though Lee Sang produced it for him, um, he still was sort of struggling because it wasn't him to the fullest, he mm-hmm. thought. And he wanted to, you know, have an album where he could produce it like track one to the end Mm -hmm. and that's what he did for his second album which is called ink music and for him you know that that came out in 2010 so there was sort of a time gap between Mm -hmm. the first and second album but in between that you know he had a lot of featuring tracks and he was sort of you know still active very much in the scene and i think what sort of made that for him is in 2012 he was on show me the money uh-huh. season one season one the real show the me original. the original yes. the, uh-huh. the, ori- <laughs> the original uh, mm-hmm. season one and for him you know he made that decision to go on show me the, the money because i think you know it offered stages where he could show audiences <coughs> who he was as an artist and a performer and even up to that point i think there weren't a lot of places for hip-hop artists mm-hmm. and, and rappers to actually show their talent right right yeah and that's why you know he said even though you know show me the money is considered you know entertainment and whatnot it's still very valuable in that it offers that stage it's a great mm-hmm. platform for right. hip-hop artists all over yeah um double k it's been on our show before Ooh. way back in the day uh, he's he's just so nice mm-hmm. and I, obviously you've met him yes. you've uh done it with him and mm-hmm. you know him and <laughs> everybody knows him he's just a good guy overall yeah and he's so talented um, he finally gets out there. Yes. And he's loved. Right. 
And after uh, Show Me the Money, he does really well there. In 2013, he releases the mini album that we just, you know, heard a track mm-hmm. off of. And, you know, he still continued to make, continues to make music. And in last year, he formed his own record label. Oh, called, I didn't know that. Yes. I didn't know that either. Yeah. <laughs> New, called New Wave Records. Uh-huh. And he made it with Be Free, who is an artist uh, mm. who came off of Highlight Records. Mm-hmm. And so the two are now sort of like the co-CEOs of this new label. Uh, it's interesting because a lot of artists that we talk about, we, we kind of know what where they came from, what they did, mm-hmm. but it's we don't really know what they're up to these, these days. days right. notice, right. But every time you mm-hmm. tell us something, it's the most interesting thing. He has his own label now. That's right, really cool. Yeah. He's the CEO. He's the CEO. Is it just them two right now? I as think now? so. I think they're, they haven't really done anything like big yet because it just started just getting started okay and i think he also owns a restaurant oh yeah well we'll have to go find out about that (laughs) you guys have to look that one up on your own (laughs) yes um uh so he he is now i mean we haven't really heard much Mm -hmm. new music from him i think he 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 released a single a single called omg yeah he he actually uh invited everyone To uh, uh, be a part be, of be a part it because yeah. there was this club scene in one of his videos. Yeah, and it's a bunch of our friends it for a second. A bunch of our friends <laughs> yeah. are in there. Oh, you're yeah. right, you're right. So that was, I think, December. Okay, see, year. well, December I was gone. Yes, <laughs> I was literally in bed. Oh. Uh, but it's just nice to see that he's continuing to do music and mm. that he is loved so dearly in the hip hop scene. He is. Uh, before you go, something yes. that he said that really stood out. Yes. So this is Double K during our interview. What I am after is not money, but my dreams. My heart still flutters when I'm on stage or when I listen to a track that I just made. When these emotions disappear, I will stop making music. But until then, I want to keep making music that is truthful to who I am. Truthful, and that if you put a mirror to my music, you'd be able to see my face reflected in it. Nice. Well said, Double K. Thank you so much for being a part of the program again, Miss Kelly Song. Thank you. We'll see you next week for more. Yes. All right. We are going to close off Hip Hop Hada or Less Hip Hop yes. with a track from Double K. Yes. And it's off of the 2013 mini album again. And the track is called Rep Undong. And then right after that, we've got Loco with Diga Moruge. Bye, Kelly. Know. Bye. Napoleon, you tell me when a young woman was, pain sat under the ghetto, quiet young, we got. We got him,